What it do, what it do. Welcome to another edition of Spitfire Save the Matches with the brothers that are unmatched. This week on the show, we got Tiffany J. As we talk about game in the music industry and so much more and the past and so much more. And of course, all the usual topics stick and stay. This is Spitfire Save the Matches. We just talking about the relationship stuff. Mm. Before we gave her guessing. Mm. Man, listen, if you want men to leave, you gotta get out of the way. You can't be questioning it. You gotta jump ship. That's it. Like, man, you don't think you gotta jump ship. Somebody else might have it better than him. But don't be trying to monkey branch over. Oh, hold, hold on. You looking good over there. I jumped a little early. Hey! I, I, I went through my my moment, my uh, what they call it, period stages. What women call it, they say, I, they, it, I, this is just a stage for me, you know. Nah, bro, you jump mm. shit. You gone, bro. You can't come now that I made it. Now that you see, oh, he got se- retirement security. Mm. Oh, he got something for my kids. Monkey branching over. Nah, Tarzan. You gotta step back. You gotta start over. That's the thing. See, us, we're only as sexy and successful as we are. You, don't, you can be an ugly cat, fat dude, tall, short, big, little. It, don't, it matter, but it don't matter that much. Man, can you, you got the bag, you got, you got resources? That's what they looking at, man. Like, yeah. man. They looking long term, especially after they hit a certain age. I ain't about. Yeah, women are all about security. Women are all about security. When they young, they more about the fun and the looks and what I'm attracted to. Why they always forget that older man then? It's definitely a misconception. Young young women like older men. They always see that older man. Man, Security, the money. Girls in my high school would date dudes that had cars. They were grown. They were like 10 years older than them. These is grown men dating high school girls. But this is how it works. They would yeah. date these girls, man. And they tell us, that's because he got a car. He got a job. Y'all ain't got nothing. I'm like, bro, we in high school. We live with our mom. Like, what you expecting from us? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. From a young age, she's looking at that stuff. Like, who could provide? Who could provide fun? Who could provide security? Who could provide for me? That's what she's looking at for real. It ain't till older she started getting wiser and she could tell who could provide. And she get really selective, but she running out of time. Because with us, man, we get older, we still look good. We still could, we still be, we're still attractive. Even if we're old men with wrinkles and stuff, they still look at us like, mm, he's fine. Especially when you, they, mm-hmm. they see a provider. You can have gray hair as a man, and young women will have your seed. So we like we're built to last forever. We're built to work. We're built to. I ain't saying women ain't built to work, but we're built to work. Like you go work a man down to the bone. Men go work without breaking and killing everybody. He might be a drinker or something. <laughs> <laughs> Men be working, yeah. man. Like, and they provide for families, not just their own. There's a lot of men out there that y'all probably know that provide for many families. It sounds like you're saying that that men distinguish with age and women women just age. Is that what you're saying? Men, 
women age wow and when women when women age they lose that 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 thing she got man she ain't gonna get as pretty i don't know listen man some women got where does it go right some women are like hey Yo, but other women, they gotta, to keep up with that, they gotta work out, they gotta eat right, they gotta, they gotta get plastic surgery to keep up with the youth. Women, women are built where, yo, you can't have the state of mind forever. Same thing with men, you can't be like this forever. It's weird how God make us, man. Like, he made us where men, yo, y'all, y'all, I built y'all to be providers and to be protectors of your children and women. He built us to be slaves of our family. He built women. <laughs> wow. Matriarchs. Slaves to the family. It is true, man. Men get what they freedom and stuff when they start putting Because men will put everybody, especially black men. Once they get in the zone, they put everyone in front of them versus putting themselves first. Black men don't take these selfish routes. If we, if we did, you see more balling black dudes in the corporate world and you see white dudes we always uh, our kids first forget that vacation forget that ferrari forget that investment and just give this to my kids or my wife or something for her we always do that That's i agree with that about. we need to start putting ourselves first security of us is security of them and we're first and we're on top. That's all that that matters. Even the kids respect it. Like, you first, right? You, you got this? Cool. I'll, I'll take the mantle when I'm ready. We gotta quit. We gotta quit giving everything to everyone else. We gotta start being selfish in a way. Black men don't be trying to hear that, but I've seen different lifestyles and stuff, and I feel like black men's biggest weakness I be selfish a little bit, man. Spitfire saved the music. I got an exclusive right now. This is the Future Jam of the Week. Shout out to Willie Bangs for this hot track from Nikki Naturals. Turn it up, y'all.
Yeah, you know, I'm a boss, I'm a freak, and I get this fucking money every day. You're the reason. Ass fast, ass fast, money long, ass fast. When you steady, nigga, ask him where the cash at. All my Haitian niggas got them long wigs. Think this pussy no hoe, you got the wrong bitch. Keep us in those in the ride, call them long seeds. Never running out of ammo, got them long clips. Brown baby, call me natural, cause I gotta give. Give me head, give me bread, now let's call your lips. What's up, Tiffany? I'm good. How y'all doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? Hey, y'all. But I'm going to quit. Welcome to the show. Um, thank you. Thank you. I wish you couldn't have heard that, but you know, you know. Right. It'll be I'm out. Okay. You know how we're my parents want to this controversy stuff. <laughs> So, welcome to Spitfire Save the Matches Radio. We okay. love to hear about your career and, and music ventures and modeling. Do you do you model? Because I see a lot of nice pictures. Just seems if you. Maybe. I mean, I could. You know, I don't mind if you know somebody came up and was like, "Oh, let's, here's this contract. I want you to do some clothes. Here's some runway." I could. That's not the main focus, but I mm-hmm. could. Well, when you say you're an entertainer, you know, I mean, you can do a little bit of everything. I mean, acting. Is acting in there too, maybe? Yo, so I was in this play a few years ago and I learned to cry on cue. That was the scariest thing. I thought I was crazy. And I did it multiple times, like trying to do the takes. And I was like, yo, this is like a superpower. It's weird. But I definitely want to tap into that uh, in the future. That is a skill. Like, uh, yeah. I thought every woman had that superpower. <laughs> nah, see, because they be playing. <laughs> they be playing. That's what that is. I thought Oh, man. First off, you got this single, Call Me. And I had to ask you, what exactly mm-hmm. is that song referring to? You bashing throwing shots back at a dude who may have disrespected you or or 
or he's sweating you, you or yeah, yeah. What now? Call me now. Yes. Or we all wrong. You're slightly okay. Everybody's breaking up, but I can't get the gist of what you're saying. You said I was throwing shots at somebody. Um, it's very interesting that you guys was able to pick that up. You really listened to the words. Um, so kudos to you. And yes, somebody out there on the planet did something that they weren't supposed to do. So your girl got mad and um, she wrote a song. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Man, I yeah. use that energy. That's how you do it. If y'all watching and listening, in a positive way. Tiffany J is on the move. You see this? Come yeah, on, man. Use that energy and make music with that. Making music with Come the emotion. You create some monsters sometimes. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Work it. Work it. That, that song. You talking work. about work for it? Work for it. Work for it. That. She knows what she's talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, I think when I, um, when I link up with people, me. When I link up with people, I'll be like, yeah, tell me what you want, and I'm going to make you work for it. So you better be careful what you ask for. All right? Mm. Okay. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Y'all got, y'all got some questions? Y'all got questions? Cause I, I got a whole list I can go through. Right, well, no, <laughs> first. You know my question. Hey, uh, yeah. real quick. So, tell us okay. about yourself. When did you start getting into music? Why are you getting into music? Is this something everything or... Um, my family, they are very talented, and um, I found out when I met my dad how we are so much alike. Um, he's a drummer, he does photography, he's been teaching and things like that, so um, it's very near and dear to my heart that it's all up in the genes, and um, my mom, she sings, my uncle sings. They didn't necessarily want to do it publicly. He more so does that, my father does. Um, I started officially singing in public at age 13 in church, you know, in front of people. And I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. You know, I think I can do that. And then, you know, looking at Destiny's Child and everybody coming up, being 16, I'm like, these people doing this for real. Like, this could actually be a thing, but it's just like football, basketball. It's a one in a million lifetime type of a situation. So you 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 get ready to go to um like a record label and realize there's so much more it's not really just the music there's more to the package that's necessary um when it comes to the deals are concerned and that's what i've been spending all this time working on i've been spending my time working on the branding the personality um the skill set as far as being able to perform and entertain on the stage work the stage work the audience you know what i mean work the people that you just randomly see after you get off the stage work the interview all of that stuff tell me what you want make you work for all of that so um music is definitely a space where i can channel the energy that i didn't necessarily know how to put words to it um it's a universal language you can clearly you guys picked up on it you understood it's the first time anybody ever came to me and said are you throwing shots at somebody like what's really going on so you picked up on it because i was mad and so um <laughs> but i'm cool now <laughs> i'm still able to just take all of that and put it in the song and literally just leave it there. I think it's one of the most healthiest things that you can do to take it and create something from it. And hopefully, whether it's another lady, another guy, or whomever it is, that you can learn from it and know that you don't have to stay there, you know? Music is like your therapy. Yes. Yes, yes. I say again, yes. Yeah. I was gonna ask you. A lot of people's therapy. It's definitely therapy for me at times. You gotta repeat it, because I can't hear you. Music is a lot of people. It's like sounding like a robot. 
It's definitely it is, yeah. for me it at is. times too. I want to ask you, what are your, uh, your give me two of your favorite uh, Disney classics. I'm saying they said that you were into uh, Disney classics. Um, Beauty and the Beast and The Little Mermaid. Well, and we're okay. going to put Aladdin in there. Because we miss Robin Williams. I got you know? a question. Yeah. Since Aladdin's yeah. one of your favorites, mm-hmm. you watched the remake of Aladdin. The live I action. did. Now, it took, yeah, with Will Smith. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, what I love about I it is it did good. 
You did? DJ you did I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Why you shouldn't be it? like it? He was kind of corny. I, I tell you what I did like. I'm going to tell you what I did like and people was hating on it. The new Cinderella. The I one that just dropped like, like last week. It, it was I up seen Lion King, Aladdin. I didn't see Cinderella. Lion King was dope. The Cinderella. I, I Lion King was okay. Um, are you talking about the newest Cinderella? Yeah, yeah. That just recently came out. I didn't see that yet because I was like, let me wait on it. I'm not in the right headspace. Um, I love that. I love that Aladdin is. I guess the only thing I didn't really care too much for was sometimes they do so much with women's empowerment, and I know they had Jasmine have her own little story or whatever. So they did that, but I believe that's the time and the space that we're in right now. I just finished talking to. And we were talking about how in 1975, there were nine things that women couldn't do. We couldn't um, get a house. We couldn't do credit. Uh, we couldn't get birth control pills. Like, there's a lot of stuff that we couldn't do just kind of right around the corner. So um, I do understand why they did that for Aladdin and made Jasmine her own, you know, kind of side side story. Um, well, that's true. They do do a lot. It's hard to become noticeable. Where it's like, hey man, we get it. SJW, we're all with it, man. But God dang, they put in everything. You ever see uh, Wonder Woman? Yeah. Wonder Woman's reasonable. That's Wonder Woman. She's supposed to be SJW. Of course, of course. Listen, man. Look, I was on Netflix. I'm watching He Man and He Man Oz. It's you the watch show He Man. Y'all ever see He Man? Yeah. <laughs> it's He Man. No way, yeah. It's supposed to be He-Man, not She-Man. She was uh-huh. the, new, the main character. I was like, man, oh, why wow. man I was like, why y'all kill He-Man off? He-Man dies. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm All right, stop like, checking out. Look, man, check y'all y'all kill off our favorite action dudes. <laughs> I'm, I'm all with the women in Pirate, but wait, hold on, that's He-Man, bro. Girl power. Well, just give us our space. Give us our space. Give us our time so that we can, you know, feel empowered and do what we need to do. I think we are just now defining, especially black women, we're defining who we are in this space. And it's going to take time to, like, figure out what that is. And there's a lot of women directors coming around, you know, taking control of things. So it's a good place to be in. And uh, we'll see what happens. As long as... um, the men give us room to do so. Oh, we definitely gonna give you room because we don't want to get canceled. I ain't trying to make <laughs> apologies like the baby. Oh, I'm sorry. The recent about that. first three minutes. Listen, we ain't gonna talk about his. his about and that. Nigga, this is your moment now. Hey, about, you talk about you singing the national anthem. That's big. Yeah. That's a serious song. Very difficult for a lot of people. The national anthem is something, um, depending where you start, um, it's like the whole next octave, you know what I mean? So depending on where you start will determine if you actually have the range to handle that song, okay? Um, Am I ever nervous singing that? No. Um, I'm always nervous before I sing, but 
I think you're asking me because of the magnitude of what the song is mm-hmm. and not for the song, no. Um, I've studied and I've studied well. So I followed behind Whitney and Mariah. Now, if mm-hmm. I can follow behind them, then you already know the national anthem is just another whatever. And that was one of the major things I wanted to learn. My music manager, OG Neal for Six Persons Entertainment, he say that if you can do that as a warm up, you're ready. And I'm preparing for the Super Bowl. So I'm just waiting. I see a Steelers hat. You know, I'm just waiting for a moment in time in the future where, you know, I can walk on that stage. Yeah, because you can sing if you can sing that. You really, you can blow. You said what? I said, you can sing if you can sing sing that. that. Yeah, really. Like, these other people be faking it. But we not singing. What was it? Uh, no, we don't. Who no. was it that was? What is it? Fre- Fergie? What Fergie. Was that? Yeah. <laughs> Let's play. I don't baseball. mean to put you. Yeah. But yeah, that was. Um, forget the words or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. That's how. Yeah. At, oh, That's not a good look. Have you ever had an embarrassing okay. moment like that, where you forgot words, or you got too nervous, or your voice is cracking too much, anything like that? Tell us about your first time getting out there in front of people in the church. Uh, okay. What What's easy is what you know. Let me... Y'all can hear me though, right? It just... Okay. I can hear you now. There we go. Okay, so what's easy is what you know. I think the essence of singing... The essence of singing will always be true, um, and nobody can deny that. Now, when I started performing, I would close my eyes, and I couldn't see anything, you know, so that was that was great. When I started to come outside of my comfort zone, as far as the performance is concerned, that's when I remember I would, you could see the jitters as far as in my hands, so I had to work on that. Um, you couldn't hear me as well because the mic was too far from my face. So I had to work on that. That was my feedback um, that I got as far as criticism. Um, I have maybe forgotten the words like once. And I would say recently, let's say within the last five years. And when I did that, you just be like, <laughs> and then you just smile and then you just follow, la, la, da, da, da. you know, just keep it going. They'd be like, yo, she did that because okay. you can do anything in a live performance. So, yeah, you okay. know, so, so you that's when exactly. So you have to, there was a time recently with the fleet DJs, you guys, um, Florida, um, I'm singing, calling me. And I think I got so into it and I did something different um, in the chorus to where in my mind, I'm like, all right, what's the second verse? What's the second verse? Oh, shoot. And because I had been rehearsing it, it came like second nature. And so I kind of surprised myself. Now, that's something that I pride myself on as far as what MJ does. Um, He rehearses and he rehearses and he rehearses. And next thing you know, it's just in you, you know? So that, I think, is what's going to... Yes. I think that's what's going to... um, Yes. I think that's what's going to save me at all times like letting yourself loose to the music and just losing control and letting it like come into you but as far as being nervous that is something being an introvert you may not think that I am now um I'm very shy but I have (laughs) yeah but I have prepared uh, obviously for this I've been on high um all day today um because I had to coach somebody at my job but um 
lost my train of thought. Being an introvert, da 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 da. What was that? Michael yeah, Jackson, I got some performing. Being an introvert, how is it? Isn't it talented yeah. getting out there? So, um, when I was 17, I went to A&M Records to see if I could get signed. Now, I am a girl who's in academically gifted classes. I'm in international baccalaureate classes. It's all about your book smarts and things like that. So I thought, okay, I sound good. I look good. My manager's going to speak for me, and then I'm going to get the deal. And the lady, she's there, and she's like, you know, we're going to put $2 million into you. And I was just like, yeah. And then the interview was just pretty bland. I'm sorry for the feedback. Um, The interview was very bland, and... Um, I realized at the end when I got back home from California, I didn't get it because of my lack of personality. I cried. My mom cried because she felt like it was how she raised me. I was sheltered and they were like, you might as well go to school, try to, you know, get more out there and things like that. And I worked at the YMCA. I had an alter ego, Juanita Pickles. And I tried to embody everything in my life around figuring out who this other person is. Now, Tiffany J., is only three years old, okay? Because you see my latest um, work for it is in 2019, I believe. So 1920, yeah, three years old. And so I even had to redefine who I was as an artist from Tiffany Taylor. You know, Tiffany Taylor is from the glamorous, let's say 30s, 40s, and 50s, that jazz music, Dorothy Dandridge, um, Nat King Cole, stuff like that. So I had to figure out, okay, who is she now? And so work for it was, I think, the perfect debut song. Uh, Being an introvert, I do have performance anxiety. I've learned to basically breathe, you know, um, and you just breathe until you calm down and then you trust that you are who you've been. And I just pretend that when I'm in my room, I pretend I'm on stage. And when I'm on stage, I pretend I'm in my room, if that makes sense. To these pretty brown eyes yeah. Be careful to get you caught up
when did you move from um, Brooklyn to North Carolina? When did that happen? We were, so I was a baby in Brooklyn and we were in Manhattan in the Harlem area okay. until I was eight. And then we came in 94 um, in, the around, in the summertime because I started school in the third grade. And it was a pretty tragic experience because a lot of people wasn't coming down here um, from up north. And there was the, I don't want to say language barrier, but the cultural barrier as far as like with the accents and things like that. So I'm not sitting here trying to rep New York or anything like that, but it was just because I had started my schooling there, it was difficult coming down here. And I remember- seems extreme. Yes. Um, I had a kid, he was like, hey yo, go open the door. And I was like, the what? And he was like, the dough. And I was like, I don't know. And then he asked him like three times. And when he did this, he said, go up And I was like, yo, you didn't have to do that. Yeah. yeah. When he did that, it, it kind of put me way back into my shell. And I didn't really, like, I was like, yeah, I'm That's not talking crazy. to nobody. I don't want nobody here. You can't understand a lot of things from different cultures, but you can understand disrespect. From the minute like, exactly like, they can they can be speaking a whole different language. You're like, that was disrespect. Let me back exactly. this smile real quick. Ah. Exactly. <laughs> so this me me eight years old, and I'm just like, yo, yeah. like I'm thinking for my own people, y'all gonna embrace me, but it was nothing of the such. So I just kind of stuck with the white girls, you know, because they we, I mean, not to say, but they spoke proper, and I understood what they were talking about, and so it just um. It took a minute uh, for me to adjust and really feel like I was at home. My middle school, I met these three girls, they were really cool, but everybody from middle school was going somewhere far away. And I was supposed to go to Independence High School, which was about like five minutes away from the house. So in the middle of the summer, I made a decision. I said, you know what, I can't do this again. Wherever these girls are going to school, I'm gonna go with them. They're like my best friends, you know, from middle and high. And I just made the switch in the middle of the summer to go to that high school just so I didn't have to repeat starting over again. Um, if I would have went to Independence, I probably would have been a different person today. And um, I chose sticking with what was more comfortable at the time versus being thrown into these new scenarios because my home environment also wasn't supporting the change you know yeah do you okay. do you regret that or anything at this point in your life no um i do not regret that i am smart enough and i've been through therapy once and i'm back in it again uh for my second time as far as my second session was just yesterday um but i understand like a lot of things in the black community we kind of say oh that's normal but it actually isn't and it was brought to my attention things that were going on in the home and I said okay and so but it's not my fault and it's not even like my parents fault you know they did the best that they could do for where they were uh, one of my homegirls she has two kids now and I was at her house just chilling she was making us all food but when I saw her I switched and I was like a kid again and I saw my mom and her and I was like yo like she is really here trying to put this rice in the steam fryer trying to get this stuff ready for these kids it's the same thing but now we're the same age and I was like my mom was just doing the best that she could do for what she was. So I apologized to her and my grandmother because I was mad for a very long time. And I felt like my, uh, I guess, lack of success for a better, um, lack of a better term. My, I, was, I felt like I was being held back because of them. 
and mm-hmm. now that you know what you need to know you have to just let that go and be free and now live and do the best that you can do for you you I know so that's what that I'm trying to do people hold on to their parents oh my parent ain't do this and that like bro they ain't perfect they wasn't born They're not. and we put yeah. this image in our head that our parents and our friends yep. the people we expect them to be and that's unrealistic like people it is. will always be weak they will always fall victim to something and that's okay let them it fall is. through it doesn't mean yeah. you gotta hate yeah. them or cut them off it's just you gotta learn to deal with them in certain magnitudes and that's it that's mm-hmm. it you're right can I ask you, um, you have a comment that says common everyday affairs as well as world issues in your music. What do you mean by world issues or common everyday affairs? It's like uh, common, or? common everyday affairs are kind of like what we just maybe talked about, right? Mm-hmm. I would love to, when I was getting ready to meet my dad at 23, I wrote a song, um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I wrote a song about that situation, and um, I recall it now, but I, that's an example. Like, I had an opportunity, because I thought I was never going to meet him, and it came up, and I said, I need to write about this. So that's a, that's an affair that I can go through. Like, I'm curious to see what he was thinking about when he was about to meet me. Like, I, there's dads and girls across the world that have that kind of gap or link up yes yeah exactly so there's that like how did that come to be is you know it's rare (laughs) and most people they like i don't want to talk to him you ain't want to see me no 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 so my dad has there's four of us um under him and the other three are still in new york there is an older one she's um like in her 40s um, there's one that's a month after me, same year. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then there's, um, Dorian's probably like, I don't know, maybe a good 15 or whatever years under us. And so, um, when I was young, I just assumed that the male that was with the mom was the dad. Like, that's what I just thought, you know? And I think that's I what most kids think. Yeah. That's the dad. And I didn't ask any questions. But that's why I said everything coming down to North Carolina kind of opened my eyes to color, to skin tone, like to all of these things that are like different. And it made me stick out. And I was just like, okay, what's wrong? So I come down here. My sister is like two, um, eight. And everyone's like, oh, they're talking about her. You look like your mom and your dad. Now, my sister's dad is dark skinned. My mom, we're pretty much the same complexion. Um, And she looks like him. And I'm like, well, nobody, nobody said anything about me. Like, yeah. not at all. That's so I'm sitting here. Start. That's where the questions yeah. start. I've been I was trying to figure like, out. <laughs> right, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out, okay, so what's up? And I just, you know, I just logged it away. And then um, what really did it was I was on the playground and one of the kids, he fell. Like, he just fell on top of me. And then, but his tooth kind of like broke skin mm. on my forehead. And so because of that, we had to get, like, get tested to make sure everybody was okay. So, you know, everybody's bringing out their birth certificates. So I looked at mine and I didn't have anything on my father's side. And I said, I was confused because I'm taking on different last names, but on my birth certificate, it's only like the one. How old were you? So this was 
This is elementary school. Um, yeah, yeah, elementary school. Through streets, girl. You go home, you say that it's getting dark. You can't be right. in the parking lot right. that long. I appreciate y'all. This has been fun. Um, I want to do this again. Let me know where y'all you're in Columbia, Columbia, Ohio, Columbia, right? Home Columbia, Ohio, Ohio State Ohio. Club guys. What? That's where y'all are. Y'all in Ohio. I'm taking us close enough. Columbus. Thank Columbus, you. Like I tried. Discovered I know. America. I know, I know. Yeah, I know. We, don't, yeah we don't claim that. We, 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 we don't claim that. <laughs> but we definitely <laughs> want to say that you are like fam now. And uh, like we always, like I want to keep, I want to use this old saying, man. Come on in the house. You ain't got to knock. Just do yeah, it. Yeah. Come on in. You want something to drink? Something to eat? Go on in the refrigerator. Get See, it. Y'all gotta tell me about these southern sayings, man. I don't know. Mikasa, Sukasa. That's in movies. That's the way it's like, new rules, you know? Family. Right, yeah, 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 man. Don't ask. Yeah, don't ask. Right, right. Right. You come yeah, on. Don't be, can I, I, I get a sandwich? No. Be thirsty, bro. It's <laughs> only enough for me. Like, bro, go get some juice. Get on my face. Man. <laughs> you drop man. something, drop a new video, new Do track, album, whatever. I'll back I'll let you know. I'll let you know. All right. All right. Oh, still definitely. in wait mode. Now, we want to see the video. Mode. Do you have a video for calling? Um, for Not for calling me. I have a lyrical video. I am still in the search for um, a videographer. 
the guy that did work for it, I cannot find him. I don't, and I, it, I don't know what happened, but it could be something with the pandemic. And I just hope and pray that he's okay because after that, like he just disappeared. I hit him up on Facebook, phone. So I just hope and pray that he's alright. That's really it. Um, big ups to him because the video work for it is dope, and um, yeah. we did that in like three hours. And then he edited it, and I was just like, yes, this is what I'm talking about. So I'll be um. It don't take me long. I'm telling y'all, like, when I say I'm polished and I, yes. So when I, all I need is we do the shot. Let me look at the camera and examine myself so I can figure out what I need to fix. All right, cool. I got this. And so being on both sides of the camera, you know what you're supposed to look like and know how you're supposed to, like, you know, fix yourself. So it only took three hours, everything that you see, and then he edited it and that was it. So it's only when you're working with somebody that don't know what they're doing, you know? Like, hold on, man. I can't get it to start. <laughs> Let me like. This camera a little new. <laughs> no, you. <laughs> well, you gonna pull that camera phone out? <laughs> and let's right. Oh my god. Oh my god. All right. But yeah, uh, it's you found me on Instagram, so please um, DM me so that I can get everybody's information. Um, because I'm gonna post what I talked about as far as with the technique and let you know. And we definitely got to do this again. Once the video comes out, we definitely got to chit-chat. Um, I appreciate you guys. Again, my name is Tiffany J, T-J-A-Y-E Taylor. Um, you guys pay attention um, to the fine details. I really like that a lot. This was the most fun um, interview that I've had because we just chit-chat and we just talked. So I really enjoyed myself. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, for having thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cool, cool. Hey. Be safe going home now. Yeah, man. Get, get I will. Get there. <laughs> <laughs> get there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Right, you take care. Yeah, and y'all have a good go. night, okay? All right, you too. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Changes I went through 
I'm blessed. I don't look like what I've been through. Really? Philly. From snowstorms to Hawthorne to posting with the homies on Crenshaw and Slauson. Reciting the most exciting, effervescent, pure poetry, lyrical lessons I learned since I adolescent confessions of life. I once had a wife. I experience making history twice. I don't want to cause no harm. They say the third time's a charm. So I'ma just stretch my legs and reach out my arms. Put my hands to the top till I touch Tupac. Look at me now. I can't wait to go to the reunion. A full 360. I feel like Robert Downey Jr. With additional patience to help with this transitional transformation. Talk about Evander Holyfield yesterday. Mm-hmm. What the what the hell? Did you see it? Oh, got knocked out <laughs> in the old. first round. Yo. Oh wow, dude. Oh, that was just was that bad. What made him think he could take on Tyson? And Tyson was holding back in his last fight. He could have mm-hmm. knocked the hell out of uh uh who did he mm-hmm. fight last time? Who? Roy Jones? Roy Jones, you know Tyson would have. Tyson was killing Roy Jones. He was being nice, right? He was killer. Tyson wasn't even breaking the yeah. sweat, man. And what made Holyfield think he could go against man, Tyson? Look, man, there's an age gap between me and y'all. When I was a kid, bro, Tyson was a superhero. Like, yeah, yeah. like, man, like, if we do all this and cook it for this long boxing fight, yeah. you can catch up in the first round. Right. Mom and dad we having a match. Bro, man, we ain't about to do all that for two, fight, two minutes of fight, but this cat was a beast. Mm. But I guess I understand oh, yeah. it. Like, Mayweather is a different fighter. Mayweather, this generation's fighter, bro. Even Mayweather's last fight, I was a little disappointed. I was like, you don't knock this dude out, man. Why are you playing with this dude? It's about money. Bro, if the fights only last two minutes, we ain't making that much money. These (laughs) fights gotta last. Don't get his money up front, though. 
Bro, he got his yeah. money already. He, yeah. he got his money before he stepped on that damn ring. Yeah, he already bro, got that. It's much better if there's a long, drawn-out fight and there's a chance. And you know, the, and you know what? The dog will beat Mayweather. That makes more. And then you but can, bro, you know what? Yeah, you know what's this? Bars can sell beer. Bars can sell beer and <laughs> liquor and food. Why everybody? Oh, I think you don't come back this round. Oh, yeah. Mayweather gonna do that jab. Mm. And step back. And they still was pissed. How many rounds did it go? Six, something like that. He went the whole. It wasn't. It wasn't like all the rounds. It was like a shortened. Like Bro. what was it? Four or five rounds. Period. And he went all the rounds, and they still pissed. I paid for the Mayweather back in fight. I was like, oh. Yo, he go fight like this on all his fights. This is like my second time watching him. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to pay for no more fights. Nigga, no more for me. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I know how to fight the little. Mm-hmm. He goes tag dudes and back up. Nobody catch him yeah. at speed. That dude's yeah. speed is unmatched. Unless a dude as fast as Mayweather and is more lethal than Mayweather come along. Mayweather is the best according to the scorecard. This ain't, mm-hmm. this is a point sport. Yeah, he yeah he's a, he's a technical fighter. He ain't a knockout no more. He he know where he know to make yeah. contact. Hit his point. They always think about the heaviest hits of people mm-hmm. being laid yeah. out. And UFC, if you want that, you go go to UFC if you want to see cats get beat up and you want to see blood and savagery of men getting in the ring and one in one uh, two in one out. But yeah. boxing. Boxing still can be brutal. Cats can still get messed up. Oh, yeah. Sometimes guys do get messed up in certain matches. But overall, entertainment-wise, it's UFC, man. And they, and they can kick, too, man. They be choking cats out. Man, that stuff be brutal. I'm like, oh, man. That's why I pick fights with people. Because when dude confident, I'm like, I assume he know UFC. Marshall, right, right. Mixed Marshall, I'm like, all right. With a strap. <laughs> Bro, I ain't about to fight these cats, so I'll be choked out in front of my girlfriend. <laughs> I can't fight. Yeah, they're they gonna rewind dude. it. You're gonna Bro, be on every yeah, network getting knocked out. Like, every episode. Here it goes again. You getting choked out, you feel like. Yo, then, then you're gonna be a meme. You know, your face gonna be on top of something. Steelers Bro. lose, you're gonna be on the Steelers players body. Because <laughs> Gary Johnson oh. taking that L earlier this year. Like, what? <laughs> Bro. Year Bro. review. <laughs> you can't be like, in the year with it. You think it's done 12 months Bro, I can later, win you win still get <laughs> I can win the Nobel Prize. Oh. He came oh, from yeah. this <laughs> to win the Nobel Prize, Bryson Trailer. Like, bro. It will always be like, bro. I'll be an old man that people respect. People like, you still have to be, but you, you know, become the president, bro. You in politics yeah. now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Congressman knocked out. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> away. Bow, bow. Yeah, this ain't no okay, case, man. This life or death, for real. Oh, oh man, man. Oh, man. Bro, we got, we got in this, man. I got, got it. Man, I got to put the kids in bed. I got to get me a drink. Get ready oh, yeah. <laughs> you better hold tight. Real love.
The can you dream of comes once in your life. Build up the can work heaven. You've got a whole time. Build up, build up, build up, build up, build up. I think back on the days when you showed me the way. A child in younger blows. And I just wanted to make you proud. I pictured you there in the crowd. And the bright lights to you, none could compare. Real love. 
I'd like to thank everybody for checking out the show each week. We are working on some major things coming up real soon. I'd ask everybody to continue to support the show and continue to support the stations that support us. Until next week, y'all, follow us, Spitfire Save Matches on IG and everything. Peace.